Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. To 9 o'clock, by the way, uh, Ukraine is uh, now saying, uh, telling the U.S. it tried to intercept the Russian missile uh, near Poland. So that is... The latest on that, this is hawkfanatic.com. One more thing. Uh, it is very slick on Dubuque. The bridges and overpasses of uh, I-80 and uh, 380. Uh, be very, very uh, cautious uh, this morning. Uh, Dairy Brothers brings you the Hawk Fanatic segment, hawkfanatic.com. Patrick Eads and his staff on Mormon Trek. Steve Anderson as well, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Uh, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. GT Car and his crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. Uh, Players Sports Bar and Grill, downtown. Dirk Sterner Taxidermy and Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Also, uh, Highway 218 is uh, is snow covered and very slick this morning. So, again, a lot of reports uh, and fender benders. That's, yeah, the uh, highways were were still slick. Yeah, yeah. this road out here is slick. Uh huh. Yeah, well, the Scott Boulevard and Highway Six were fine. Yeah. I mean, they're just wet. Sand but Road was slick. This road out here is pretty slick, and so was Sioux Road. But. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I went five miles slower than I normally do on Scott because, I mean, wet is wet. It's yeah. Still, but it's not like icy or anything on Scott or Highway 6, but it's still wet, so proceed with caution. Yeah, just be careful. Highways are filled with heroes on a last-chance power drive. Well, there were some people driving to... I usually go five miles over the speed limit. When it's wet, I usually go maybe five miles below the speed. I was going like... And there were some people coming right up me on Scott Boulevard where we would have had to have stopped... It could have been a problem. Yeah. No. You know? it, yeah. It just uh, take it real. Uh, but no, real this road out here, though, today. you get this road right out here. It's and there's no shoulder. I mean, you mm-hmm. can if you're not careful, you could easily be off the side. Uh, these yeah. roads were worse. Then they put sand on. There's sand on them. I did see they dropped sand on them, but they're still pretty, uh, pretty slick. I've been in the ditch out here a couple times. Well, there's no <laughs> shoulder. I mean, if you lose well, I was out in the. I, when well, that I first had nothing came to here. do with weather. No, it was perfect <laughs> weather. I just ran around the. 
the quarter too quickly. Uh, Tom Suter's here along with Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. And, and Karn. And Karn. Hello. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> so some roads are slick and some roads aren't. Well, most of your in-town roads are... The, the ones that are well-traveled are fine. Not, they're fine now. Yeah. But fine still means wet, though. I yeah. Mean, but, yeah, there's been so many cars going over into where there's there's no more. Yeah. Probably 6 o'clock this morning they were probably. 960. I don't know. The one was. that goes into North Liberty. I'm sure it's probably. But I haven't been out of 65. I haven't. I haven't got any report. I would I'm sure there's been a lot of traffic on it. So yeah. whatever was slick at 5 but in the stay morning. Stay off of the interstates, right? Well, if well, you can, yeah, yeah I just want to go that extreme. Yeah, I mean, just be cautious. Yeah, let's don't yeah, okay. overdo it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Karn, I would get underneath your couch and cry. <laughs> just I would like to go back to the uh, too low to the ground. Go back to anyway, the. Anyway, <laughs> um, last night we finally get a chance to see Keegan Murray, and then he's taken out in the second quarter because of a back tightness in the back or something right. like that. That's right. I fell asleep. So we don't get to see him do it, but but the Sacramento played really well. They did. They had uh, scored like 151 points, which is uh, yeah. What's up with the good. What's up with the Nets? Oh, but they must be terrible. God, that Kevin Durant yeah. and uh, well, what's his name? Nutcase isn't playing right now. I can't think of his <laughs> name. Oh, Kyrie. Uh, uh, Kyrie yeah. Irving. Irving. Yeah. He's walking to try to see if the world's flat, isn't he? Isn't <laughs> yeah. It? He's just damn goofy. He is. Well, yeah. isn't he often suspension for hitting somebody and? No, he's on suspension for, for posting uh, yeah. mean things about Jews. Yeah, hating Jews. Oh, the se- semantic. Anti-Semitic, yeah. yes. Yeah. Did you hear Chappelle the oh. other night? Yes. Yeah. That was interesting. Well, when did you say that? He posted stuff a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he's oh. been post. He posted a, a film and told people to watch this film, and the film is just full. It's anti-Semitic. And then he wouldn't back down. He wouldn't apologize. Until they said you're going to apologize. He wants you to think that he knows a lot, but I think in a lot of ways he's just cool. Well, you know, he he's been know in all anything. kinds of trouble. He wouldn't get vaccinated, so they couldn't go up. Yeah. And he couldn't go with them when they went to Toronto. Yeah, he just would get, well, he missed a lot of games, but it just gets tired. And just, he used to play for um, He's a hell of a Cleveland. player. When he played oh, yeah. for Boston, he played for Cleveland. But my brother was always talking about what a jerk he was over in the Cleveland when he was with the Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah he has had yep. dysfunction wherever he's been, so I think at some point you look at him. But no, and when, I he, back, sir. when he's when his head's right and he's playing, he's a hell of an offensive player. He's maybe the greatest oh, ball yeah. handler. He's maybe the greatest ball handler I've seen since Curly Neal. The Har- Harlem Globe. Remember Curly Neal? I know. I don't. You don't remember Curly? Look I him up. Remember. I'll I give do. you permission to use your he phone. He played for the Yes, Curly yes. Neal. Remember, he would okay. go. He yeah, would I slide do. and dribble yeah. on the ground. Yeah, Curly Neal. I do remember. All right. I didn't, uh, that was, that was kind of neat back when we could watch. I love the Globetrotters. Watch uh, yeah. the Globetrotters. My brother'd say, "Hey, you see those white guys they're playing against?" He goes, "That's you." He'd, <laughs> he would say that to me when the Globetrotters were playing. He'd call me the one of the Washington. Wasn't it the Washington Generals? Washington, yeah. Generals. Washington Generals is who they always play. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I saw them at Ward Fieldhouse in Moline. They were great. Did they do the thing where they throw the bucket and it's confetti? (laughs) Metal Arc Lemon? (laughs) Metal Arc Lemon. Yeah, and then sometimes I think it has water in it. It has a few times. I saw them at the Fieldhouse. Yeah. I I think I saw them at Vets. I saw them one time when they got beaten. Most of the time they won. Yeah, Yeah. they were huge in the 70s. They were beaten. They were huge in the 70s. Yeah. And then they did the cartoon with Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I didn't like that. 
They were on Scooby-Doo. They were Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. They were in that band. Yeah. That was a caretaker. <laughs> Scooby-Doo was crap. I, I liked it as a kid when I was four. Uh, well, it was always the caretaker. It still is always the caretaker. It's either the caretaker or the... Yeah, you know, or the the guy that does the, the lawn. one guy wearing the blue yeah. ascot. Yeah, God, what was that? <laughs> Tom DeLuise was with Scooby Doo. Mm. Right. Okay, guys, we'll drive safely. <laughs> God, we and, drove uh, Karn away. Get rid of this ice and All right, so we don't have to mess with it for the Iowa Nebraska game. Yeah, Sounds I didn't good to get me. tickets for the Minnesota game, and I'm glad I didn't. I yeah, usually do. It's gonna be cold up there for sure, real cold. Yeah, and they always put us way up in that upper echelon. They do. I think the high is going to be 16. Well, I mean, Karin, you can buy real great tickets, but you've got to get out your checkbook. You can sit on the 50-yard line if you want. Or you can sit at home and watch it on TV. Yes, that too. Well, if I'm going to have to pay extra, forget it. Usually you have to go and park over in the fairgrounds, and then you take the bus over. Tighten those purse strings, girl. Yeah. Well, they're pretty tight after you put a new roof on and a new whale motor in and a new muffler and new fridge. Well, you're wrecking everything. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Anyway, goodbye. Bye. That was the longest goodbye I've ever heard. (laughs) Good, solid car on call. You're sure chipper this morning. You guys having a good show? Oh, it's the best. Ever. Hunter bring it today? He brought it. He's back there eating a homemade some... soup right now yeah. in Triumph. Yeah. Knowing well, that it was Hunter's another... in a great yeah. mood because he, he's, he's got on vacation. Yeah. When well, he's also got a big thing of homemade chicken noodle soup yeah. back there he's eating. And that's chick snow is always good. Yeah. So um, oh, when's his vacation coming? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So that means you just a bigger dose of Lang, right? Yeah. Big, bigger dose of Lang. Captain and Lang. Lang. Irreverence personified. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Deb's heading out. She's on the road right now. Yeah. She goes slow enough even when it's not. Yeah, she so does. she's safe. She's safe. Deb's van's going to stall on that lane sometime. <laughs> From what? Just Moving not going too slow. Do, the car thinks it's in. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. The car thinks it's in park. I got to find out if my car's ready today. Let's hope so. What's wrong with it? The uh, uh, Somebody. Open their door into my into my uh, passenger door and dinged it pretty good. That sucks. So yeah. did you see Dave Chappelle's SNL thing? Yeah, I did. I saw. Well, did I, I did. I um, he just went off on a a, a Jewish. You know, rant. yeah, because he says that it's supposed to be enlightened or something. Well, his big thing was, I, you know, maybe it's. I'm not offended by this crap because I'm. Being Jewish, used to it. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm used to it. I, I grew up with it in Rock Island. Uh, you know, I grew up with it. Could be what you do for a living too. I mean, you're you state your opinion about a lot of stuff. Maybe you're more open-minded and just willing to. But I, the premise of his thing was you can't. The two words that you can't say without getting in trouble are the and Jews. Yeah. That's how he started his whole yeah. narrative. Was, and he was basically saying, you know, yeah, the, the Jews run Hollywood, and there's lots of them. I just got bored. I was hoping they always he, have. I was hoping he would yeah. move on to something else. I, he's funny, man. He's a funny stand-up. But he just kept dwelling on, and it got kind of boring. Well, the whole thing is, yeah, the, uh, yeah, they're in Hollywood. Um, it has been ever thus. Well, 
there's a reason why they're in Hollywood and there's a reason why they're in banking and there's we'll the reason the is they uh, have always uh, been educated. They've been educated since the beginning of time. They believe in education. Jews believe in education. That's, you know, one of the things against me in my father's family is I didn't get the degree. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's it, it's a big thing to be Jewish. And when the film industry was coming up, uh, basically they were on the ground floor, yeah. Jew, uh, Jews. Uh, and they developed it. And they developed Hollywood. Yeah. And well, they funded Hollywood. Well, some of my best friends from college were Jewish, and they're still friends I don't keep in touch with as much as I used to over the years, but they were my really good friends. So two of my closest ones, they didn't graduate from college. They, they just weren't serious about it. They stuck it out for two or three years. What they did, they went home and worked for their family businesses yeah. and took million-dollar businesses and made them even bigger. Uh-huh. And I mean, I mean, when I went to Drake, somehow I ended up hanging out most of the people I befriended at Drake, and it wasn't any considered, were Jewish. They just happened to be on my dorm floor, yeah. and we had a lot in common, music and whatever, and it just never, and they were kind of like you. The one guy didn't practice it at all, you know, um, but it was interesting. We just had a lot in common, and I never thought about that. I just, we never really ever even discussed stuff like well, that. Well, this I, is coming up in, uh, you know, t- I buffed it. He's going to do a better job, Bill said. Uh, but somebody, you know, I guess I was at Hy-Vee or I was at the gas station or something and, uh, you know, uh, scribbled Jew on my car door. Well, they didn't scribble it. They, well, they used their key. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, that's obviously somebody that listens to the show. If they knew that was your car and they saw the case, that's JJ. Right. I, I mean, mean I've, so, I've never made a big deal about it, and I've never, but I've never. No, and the problem, this, this no, probably this probably not. isn't helping, being that we're spending ten minutes talking about what Dave Chappelle's well, doing on, you know, on a Hawks fanatic segment. I just, yeah, I found it boring. I, I mean, uh, yeah, but then why are we talking about it? Do something else because you brought it up. <laughs> I don't think I brought it up. I didn't bring it up. He didn't. No, you brought it. No, we were talking about. We were talking. We were talking about. You were talking about. Did you see Dave Chappelle? No, but we were talking about Jews. At the time, that's that's when I brought that up. But we we were already talking about. We were already talking about Jews. Isn't that a song? But I just, like I said, I it just never came up with my friends. I mean, they they weren't screaming about being persecuted. I mean, they were all rich as hell from the Chicago suburbs, and had more money than they knew what to do with. Well, I don't. I mean, every. I mean, well, that's why they were at Drake. Drake you was plugged it all in here. Congratulations. Drake was, Drake was super expensive, just like it is now. These guys all came from like Winnetka, Glenview, Highland Park, um, all those rich Northwest and North suburbs, and a lot of them came serious about school and graduated and what have you. But some of them came just because it was the thing to do at that age, and they knew they were going to go back and work for their. I mean, I mean, we had the. Walgreen kid's last name was Walgreen. Yeah. I'm like, are you related to the? Well, yeah, that's my. That's you know, he was yeah. from Lake Forest, Illinois, and he, you know, this big kid. My guess now, he's either dead or. So really, there's actually a Walgreen family. Th- yeah, this kid was. Wow. Um, he was. Um, and the, um, what's another one? What's the c- trucking company? Not U-Haul. There's another one. Their yellow colors are yellow. They're out of Indianapolis. <sighs> You'd know him right away. Well, this girl, yeah. this this girl that her dad had started that, and there's churning shoes, which is really big in 
Chicago, and the third in charge at McDonald's, this guy. Well, my grandfather started uh, one of the, uh, that's now one of the largest law firms in Chicago. They owned at one point in time 40% of Zenith Radio. Back one up in me. The 40s. I'm, I'm just, uh, no. You're contributing just to the conversation. to the conversation. Yeah. I mean, they, but. Which can end at any time. But they didn't. Oh, I'm ready for it, They too. didn't like my father uh, going uh, independent. He didn't want to do the law firm. And they didn't like my mother. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't get any money. And my dad worked uh, two jobs. I mean, not every Jew has money. As well, Suter, I don't think every Jew. Mr. Suter can attest. I don't think every Jew has money. I don't. No, I don't think. I, and I don't think a but normal. A lot of people think, do. Well, but I, a lot of Jews have money. But I don't yeah. think a normal thinking yeah. person thinks every Jew's rich. I mean, that's just that's more social media. Well, that's it's, what, a, it's a stereotype. That's what I've run into. Well, yeah, it's a stereotype. But yeah. I don't think most. I don't think people think every Jew is. So you think people look at you at high beat? Oh, he man, he must be worth millions because yes, yes, yes. I don't. I They've don't come. Think that. It happens all the time. All the time. Yes. I just find that incredibly hard to believe. That well, every time, all the times you guys not, go out, it's, that's, so you're saying all the times you go out to high beat and stuff, people come up to you and say, "Gee, you're a no, millionaire." Not all the time. Well, that's but what you just they said. Do assume, listen, every effing week, I'm getting calls. Uh, you know. Can you contribute? 4, oh, I get that. They want to use your station. Yes, but that doesn't mean they think I've you're a multi-millionaire. I've been called. You know, you're, okay. All right. I I've just, heard. Have we yes, not heard it? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm yes. not saying you haven't heard it, but all the time. Well, it just no, seems, no. It just well, seems not like a 24 hours a day. I not 24 hours a day, but weekly. I, yes. I just find it hard to believe that people would think that you're a multi-millionaire. So well, they come up and ask they you for do money because, at the store. Well, you own a station. That's number one. Number two, you're Jewish. So equal number three, you rich. got money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay, I guess I've never heard anyone say that to me about this station. Yeah, well, I get a lot of good compliments about it, but not about man. What's it like working for those multimillionaires? I, I mean, I just, <laughs> I, I just never. I don't I, know I just, I just, that they think we're multimillionaires. Well, that's kind of what you've just been saying. No, I think that we. They think we have. Way more money than I do. If only well, there were a big basketball game tonight and another one tomorrow night <laughs> well, and a big any, game Saturday. Are any Jews playing in them? I <laughs> doubt uh, it. Well, no. Just a few. I, uh, there, okay. there could be. There you go. But, yeah, um, I'm just glad to know that people think that highly of yeah. you guys. And trust me, though, they're not, they're not millionaires. I Listen, I'm not saying they think that highly of us. They just but think, I'm not surprised yeah. that people ask you for donations. I mean, that, that if you own a business, especially one that's out there like you guys are in the public, you're going to get hit up for for sure. I mean, every I mean, oh yeah, yeah, everyone gets hit hit up for stuff like but that. But they do think. I mean, we've dealt with that. We're uh, people in the uh, area that represent causes uh, will come up and just ask for well, there's, and bring up that you know there's not a lot of radio stations to choose from either each you go well not anymore i mean I, I'm, I'm sure the press citizen used to, i'm not sure if they do now but i remember they used to get well the press citizen used to donate to a lot of causes oh, yeah. but now i don't know yeah. if they can i don't i just don't but the press citizen used to get hit up for stuff like that and they would sponsor well, stuff well we do that but yeah but i just think that's part of the territory it yeah. is yeah and, but, Part of the landscape, but yeah, the press citizen. But I don't know. Do they? They used to sponsor like summer and like they used to. Do, do they do? Do you ever find yourself doing stuff with them anymore? Like I'm sure you summer guys, of the arts. You, didn't you guys? Oh used, yeah. Are yeah. they still doing stuff like that? Or, press citizen. I, I do not know. 
We are, but I don't well, I know you guys are. You guys, um, but I just remember 15 years ago, there'd be times where I'd hear you guys with the Press Citizen sponsoring yeah, stuff. Not, I am, Pat, honestly, I'm not sure. But I, I haven't really seen the Press Citizen's name out there. No, they're not yeah. really on my radar much anymore. We're still know. waiting for uh, Ryan, what's his name? To... Sucker Mill to come in? <laughs> yeah, to come in. He's going to have Hamilton come in since wrestling started. <laughs> yeah, that was death. Because he's great on wrestling. I he, thought that was a weird setup. You guys, you guys hated the press citizen, and they hated you guys, and yet they reached out to you guys. I, didn't, they? I didn't. I had been working on it for for years <laughs> with who? Dan Brown. Okay, because didn't you guys hate each other? I didn't hate him. They hate. They didn't like you. They no. Yes, they were friends with uh, people that had owned yeah, the station okay, that's previous. Well, he had worked and there, hadn't then, he? and then uh, I, I thought they made it personal. Yeah. I kept them here for a period of no, time. No, I know. I remember the story. Okay. Okay. And but, then, you know, they got pissed off when I when we broke the when we broke up. But I thought they had made it personal against you a little bit. I yeah, didn't they say did. much at the press no, citizen. They did. I tried to stay out of it. Well, it, it had was, nothing to do with me being Jewish. No, it had no, or rich. I mean, or <laughs> no. they just didn't like you because I think they felt yeah, no, and I thought uh, that I thought we were in the wrong there. There, I'm defending you. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I mean, I reached out uh, many times to Dan Brown, and, you know, he would always tell me the lay of the land and say, you know, well, we're not ready to move in that direction or we're doing something else. Well, I remember we but used to I have stayed Roy, with it. Roy, G- what's his name? Roy, Ju- Roy uh, Justice he used was to at come KXIC. In, he used to come in on Monday mornings. It was like Precedus and Morning Show, and we'd have to go up to the big front break room where there's the big table. Yeah. And it would be me and somebody else, maybe in sports, or somebody, and we'd do this half an hour thing at like eight thirty in the morning, and it was borderline painful. I mean, it was it was a lot different than this, but I, I mean, but we did it. That was uh-huh. our first foray, and then eventually that quit. And then somehow, next thing I know, I'm I'm getting together with you guys who had only heard through Feeney. My description of you guys for the first seven to eight years was all through the eyes of Feeney. I didn't know you guys. Everything I heard about you was Feeney described. You know, but then we, you got it, you finally got him to, was it Dan Brown that you got? Yes. Because um, he had different jobs during that time. He used uh-huh. to be, I mean, by the end, there was a while where he was the head guy for a while. When you got us to do it, what was he then? I, I'm not sure, but Dan and I had always stayed in touch and, you know. I'm if, friends with Dan now. If nothing happened, nothing well, yeah, happened. Yeah, now things are different, yeah. 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 But no, I mean, I thought it was only, it, it was only natural that you would want to do something like that the yeah, newspaper of course get together but yeah remember that we went from roy justice to you guys but then the press citizen thing kind of well i mean suckermill just didn't want to do it well and andy w- would show up but he didn't want to talk about anything but wrestling and when there wasn't any wrestling he yeah. was silent and he it wasn't was... real comfortable on i mean no I, no he wasn't real and no. some, some people are like that yeah you know but um but yeah, that was that was interesting. And yeah, but Ryan didn't want to make the trip from Solon. The best was when he just wouldn't show up. <laughs> just a just an empty seat. And I remember one show you asked the seat a couple questions. I did. You interviewed the seat. <laughs> I did. Did the seat respond? <laughs> no, I just it was, left it, him. the I seat just, went Andy Hamilton on it. I just wouldn't let it blank, and I I would I'd, I'd ask the seat some questions. Well, then eventually though, and I did. Yeah, maybe I should. And we I were. We were streaming at that time, well, you know what and happened, I had the though? camera on the chair. You know what happened, though? It, they made it to where I was the one that started coming in every time, because I remember bitching the press. Why do I have to go in every time? Why doesn't anyone else? That's kind of what happened. That's kind of how it evolved in this. Hamilton quit coming in because you guys weren't But com- you were the best, the most natural person on the air. Yeah. And that's what happened, though. I started yeah. coming in, 
And um, but you really were the only. You're the only one that could do in it. In that situation, I'll, I'll, yeah. Now that's like. I uh, mean, other than that's you like saying you're in. the best in the Big Ten West. You know, competition <laughs> no. wasn't real. No offense to well, Andy or no, such. No, but you're not a fa- I've told you this before. Well, my heart was in it more. Such as heart was not it. Well, you're na- natural. You don't. You you're on the mic. But you don't you think Suckermill could have been natural if no. he wanted to be there? No. I mean, he was okay. He yeah, but he was still the no. Pat was the only one that could just. No, in fairness, Ryan did have to drive. Ryan did have to drive from Solon, but yeah, he was coming into. But no, that's that was interesting. I just don't yeah. All right, now, we'll, but yes, big game tonight. Here we are, nine twenty. We killed a half an hour with nothing. How many turnoffs do you think? Nothing. Now, nothing. Um, no, nobody turned. Nine thirty or nine twenty-five. We'll get on to Seton Hall. This is going to be a fun game. I'm looking forward to it. Six thirty on too. Fox. Fox One, FS One, which is what? That's eight sixty-one on MediaCom, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this because I think both teams are similar. And that I think both might be better than people think. They play better defense, I think. Well, they got. I think they play better defense. They're more athletic. Uh They're definitely more athletic. Iowa's pretty athletic. Don't get me wrong, but this team's more athletic. They also go ten deep, and you know he got a couple. He's got it's transfer heavy. He got one of his best players to come with him from St. Peter's. It's going to be an interesting test because they're going to put pressure on the ball. And it'll be interesting to see how long Fran sticks with Tony as the point guard because I still think ultimately Aaron Eulis is back in there with Tony at the shooting guard because I I mean I like I don't have a problem with Tony as a point guard I think he's better as a shooting guard I think the team benefits for them more as a shooting guard but that means Aaron Eulis at some point has to be able to make a couple jump shots yeah he does and that's and the big thing my th- biggest concern with Aaron Eulis is he can't shoot because right he now. plays good deep good oh, solid he defense to the, he can get to the rim gets to the rim six three he can't shoot he can defend and when I say he can't shoot you get him eight feet beyond. Mid-range jumpers, I, I'm not real confident. Mm-hmm. But when he's shooting a three, I'm not confident at all. No. And if you noticed, even the teams they played in the first two games were letting him shoot. I mean, this at this level, a basic scouting report, a coach from North Carolina A&T is going to say, hey, Eulis, when he gets in, back off. He's not comfortable shooting threes. Pack what it you, in. It'll be interesting to see what how Seton Hall handles this. This is going to be a fun game because let's face nothing against those first two games, but I just don't You don't like, really learn anything. They're foregone conclusions. Yeah. There's no chance they're going to lose, and I just don't enjoy them. And you got to put up with about five or six of those every basketball season. Uh, what I enjoy about them is you get to see everybody. Yeah, play. you get to see see one would be nice, but when you get another one right on top of yeah. another one, then it gets a little old. But that's why this is great that they go from. I just hope the first two games in the exhibition were enough to get them battle tested. Now, Seton Hall's already played St. Peter's. That was their second. That's game. interesting. They beat them eighty to forty four. And they just ran him out of the gym with really tough defense. Yeah, they're going to be athletic. Shaheen Holloway was a star point guard, five foot ten point guard. Back he went there in '96 to 2000. He played at Seton Hall. May have had a little run in the NBA, but he was a really good player at Seton Hall. And so was PJ the coach then, Carlissimo? He would have been nearing the end Near, of his run. It, oh, because he had them in the Final Four in '89. I'm not sure if he was the coach during throughout his whole run there. But this Shaheen Holloway was the perfect fit when the Rutgers. When the Seton Hall job became open, when Kevin Willard took the Maryland job, which is going to be interesting to see what he does down there too. Maryland, Maryland's a, it, they haven't quite been the basketball team I thought they were going to be no, when, this, they when they joined the conference. And they've already got a loss. I was a when I was a little kid, I everyone focused on so much attention on North Carolina, and then Duke got big. I used to be if you're old enough, I, I used to be a Maryland fan way back when I was young. Man, John Lucas. 
and Tom McMillan back in the early to mid 70s. And back then, if you didn't win the ACC, you didn't make the tournament. They uh, had some great teams that didn't make they, the they ACC did. tournament. Just outstanding teams. In the Albert 80s, Keynes, they had Lynn Bias. They had and, Lynn Bias and what have you. But I, it, it'll be interesting to see what Kevin Willard does at Maryland. Because um, to me, you get the right coach in there, Maryland's a top three to four team in the conference every year. And you can turn basketball around pretty quickly. You need three players. Quickly, yeah. And you're at Maryland. Think about the recruiting area you have between uh, Washington, yep. D.C., Baltimore, all along the East Coast. So it's going to be interesting. But, no, I'm looking forward to this game tonight. I'm looking forward to see how Chris Murray handles playing when his brother's not around. I mean, Chris, if they're struggling, you can't look around to see if Keegan's coming in. It's no. got to be Chris and Patrick McCaffrey. I mean, these, are, these guys are going to be tested tonight. Got a little – I'm a little concerned with our bench. I am too. I'm a little concerned because two members of that bench are 6'10 and 6'11 centers who I'm not sure if the game matters, they're going to be in. Yeah. And that's a pretty big that's a pretty big chunk of your roster. And then th- this is kind of a perimeter-oriented team, I think. It is. It's, it is. They're very good in space. They, like I said, they're, I, it's hard to judge, like, oh, can they shoot threes? They play two games. Yeah. So I'm, I, it's hard to really go too much on statistics. But just by looking at the roster, seeing some video of the players, they're very athletic. Yep. And I, like I said, I think they're going to try to disrupt Iowa's rhythm on all. It'll be interesting to see how good they play transition defense because Iowa does a great job of pushing the ball up the court. They really do. And this team, Shaheen Holloway, St. Peter's, was really good at transition defense. And they were really good at keeping the ball in front of them because they move laterally because they're quick. And um, it'll be interesting to see, like, Peyton Sanford. Can he get loose tonight and have five or six comfortable three-point shots to shoot? Because if he does, I think he'll make at least two or three of them. That'll be big. Is this team – but you know this team knows, hey, that Sanford guy, the guy can shoot lights out. Can't get him open, just like they would have with Bohannon. Well, if he doesn't get open, we're in trouble. See, these were the kind of games that Bohannon used to struggle in. Yeah. Would you agree? Yes, but Peyton's a little more. Well, he's six inches taller. Yes, he's a little more athletic than Jordan. A little. But he plays better defense. I give you that, but I do think the inches help, too. Yes. I think because he's going to have, Jordan had shooting guards and point guards guarding him. Yeah. Peyton may get a maybe a slower small forward sometime on him, but they have to figure out a way to to cycle through that offense and get Sanford some open looks in transition and during half-court sets, too, because they can't win this game if every shot they take is under duress. They're going to have to get some open shots, and this team tries to – well, every defense, of course, but this team's really good at it. At least it has been under Shaheen Holloway's style of play. We have to hit the boards hard. Yeah, yeah, have to hit the boards. Rebracha, it'll be interesting to see – um, I think I think sometimes a lot of vote fans overlook Phillip. I think he's one of the most important players on the team. Oh, because if, they, if they're not getting anything from the centers this year, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Gundelay's going to get a chance. I'm sure Fran's going to throw him in there once or twice to see, hey, maybe is he on tonight? That will happen. Not convinced about Riley. It looks like Josh is ahead of Riley right now. I've got to think tonight. I I don't think we see much of a Gundelay or. But I think he'll Riley. get a chance. I think yeah. Fran will throw him in there in the first half, maybe late. And say, see what you can do. See if you can use your size. I think he will give him a chance. But no, and I don't think Josh will be able to handle this type of style long enough. Maybe he will. Maybe his size. If Josh gets in there and makes a quick basket or two, next thing you know, he's playing seven or eight minutes. That's a big if. I think Fran would love to see that happen. I think Fran would love to be able to have a game like this where he can have Josh in there and have Rabracha at power forward and use your size to beat a team like this. But I'm not sure. I'm just not sure if Josh is ready for that. Well, I'm not either. I mean, he has looked um, – I, I, I don't know. 
we haven't played anybody with a pulse. So, I no. mean, it's hard to it's hard to judge anybody. Okay, here's yeah. the two first, Bethune-Cookman, North Carolina A&T, or Iowa's football's offense. Who's worse? Uh, now we're segueing into football. Well, Iowa's football. Uh, offense. Off- I didn't say team. I said offense. Uh-huh. Uh, challenged. And I would say the basketball teams were challenged. Okay. So... Uh, it's toss up. What do you think, Bethune Cookman, North Carolina A and T, or the Iowa football team's offense? Which is worse? Bethune. Bethune Cookman. Yeah. Now I thought Bethune Cookman was better than North. They were better. Slightly and I thought better. Our our offense, when we had a couple short fields, we did something we couldn't do. Really in, short. In the first it, couple weeks. It is still stunning I, though that they beat Wisconsin with 146 40, yards. They had I did. I, yeah, because. I see them as improving. That's why I. Uh, I'm not ready to say they're improving. I well, they're. they're I guess you when you're I winning. Mean, I'm not saying that they're good. I didn't say you said. I'm not sure yeah. if they're if they're even yeah. improving. You know, I I thought with the Purdue game and the Northwestern game that maybe they are. They played a little better. Maybe it was the level of competition. Whatever. But I didn't feel that we looked particularly improved against, against Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I think the team that played against Wisconsin offensively would still lose to Michigan, Ohio State, yeah, oh, and yeah. Illinois. And Penn State. And Penn State, yes. That's what I meant. That's why I don't think yeah. – I think part of the reason they looked like they were better against Northwestern is because Northwestern stinks. Well, sure. sure. Now – But they still have to go out and the do Purdue it. The Purdue game was impressive. The offense yeah. had its best game against Purdue – and it gains even more credibility in the fact that Purdue came back a week later and played its butt off against Illinois. Yes, they did. I thought Purdue was caving. I mean, I but I think Iowa deserved. So I'll give you that one. That one they were improving. I just thought the Wisconsin game was a step back. You know, I've said it before. We just don't know how to beat that defense. No. We just well, you heard Don. But, Don disagreed. I was more critical of Iowa. Don was more into praising Wisconsin for having Iowa. Second guessing. My argument to that, though, is 10 games into it, don't you think they'd be a little more prepared for all those stunts? They well, look like they hadn't seen any of those you things. You would think so. And we just, you know, I mean, it's just the, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of numbers out there against Wisconsin that shows that we don't, we don't have a clue. Have a clue on how to stop their stunting and their scheming and their blitzing. And I'm, I mean, all I'm asking for is maybe a couple plays where maybe you at least get a body on him to disrupt. Most of those hits on Peters, those guys weren't touched. So what did, Sp- did Spencer have, what, 90-some yards through the 96, year? 96, I think, 94. And, 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 you know, that's twice what Stanley did in uh, Madison. And it's, uh, I think, uh, C.J. Beathard had 77 yards he did. He had in seven, Madison. Yeah, he had 77. Stanley had 41. Uh-huh. And, oh, there was actually some conversation about um, at the post-game press conference, some of the media, oh, man, I really actually think Petrus played really well. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, and then I, and I said, I go, that's where the bar is now? We're praising a quarterback for throwing. For, I didn't think Spencer played horribly. Mm-hmm. And in fairness, I thought he played under duress because the offensive line was just abysmal. Except for the one fumble, Spencer played an okay game. An okay game, but that's where the bar is now, though. We're basically saying a guy who throws for 94 yards, and since he only fumbled once, <laughs> that's where the bar is. <laughs> well, he didn't now. beat us. That's where the bar No, the offensive line tried to. <laughs> I thought the offensive line took the biggest step back, didn't you? Well, then, yes, yes. I mean, it just—it was just a—it was porous. It was a poop show. See, I'm learning. 
Ten years ago, I would have said the S word. You would have said, we can't say that on the air. And then, well, can I spell it? And then you'd spell it out, and I said, no. I don't get no. the spelling. You can't what if even, you misspell it? You can't even spell bad words on the air? No. Why? I, I don't make the rules. You've been in this for 55 years, and you but still you're don't But you're 58. Know, 58, and you still just let them make rules and let you... You're not Putin. You can't say S show, but you can say Shit's Creek. Yeah, yeah. yeah Explain that to me. It's, it's got a, a C-H. Yeah, it's a name. Yeah. Shit's Creek, Shit's Creek, Shit's Creek. You're full of Shit's Creek. You're full of Shit's Creek. <laughs> you can say Shih Tzu or Shih Tzu. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, going back to my heritage, you can say Drek. Petrus. And Drek is S. Yeah. Yeah. Petrus said the S word um, in his postgame. Shiza. He said the S yeah. word the other day. Every once in a while, you'll get an Iowa player. They'll. Um... So if I put that video up on my site with him saying the S word, can I get in trouble? No, it's on my site. It? No, you can do anything on the internet. To a point, I mean, uh, we and uh, ninety-nine plus KFMH, when we sign on with these distributors uh, and we're put on apps like TuneIn and everything. <clears throat> we have to obey broadcast rules. So, we, you know. But if, like, if you and Tommy were just doing a podcast from your basement, you guys oh, could I just guess. hurl S words and yeah. F words. Oh, and yeah. Absolutely. I think you yeah. and Tommy need to do a podcast. I don't want to hurl. What do you think, Suter? Would you I sell am, that? I don't listen to podcasts. But so. you'd sell it, though, wouldn't you? would sell it like a banshee, wouldn't no, you? No, I'm not no. going to. No, that's I, not my image. I think we should do that. Captain and Tommy. <laughs> No, I don't want that as an image. Sitting in a tree. No, basically. No, that's you and him on down in Quad Cities eating pizza. That was We're going out good. to lunch today. Yeah, we are. Where are you going? Yeah. Somewhere back where back to the park. Go, go. Where there's a park. <laughs> We're going <laughs> anywhere where there's a park. Whatever's near it. I don't know why that made me think of that character, Buck Henry's character in Saturday Night Live. For yeah. some reason, I just remember Uncle Buck. Yeah, yeah, sure. He was one of my. I'm not embarrassed to say that he was another one of my favorite characters. I don't think you could get away with Uncle Buck's character now, could you on TV? Or Perhaps could you? not. Wouldn't that be a little too. You, you know, certainly couldn't do Blazing Saddles. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, not even close. Remember when he they... said hello and good morning to the old lady? Uh-huh. Yeah, that would. Yeah. Uh, married with children. Oh, an, God. I mean, they have tried to revive it yeah. and propose, but you really can't. So far, they're having a hard time. Do they edit a bunch it. of stuff out of it? No, it's still running syndicated. I How mean, is it's, it? It's, okay. It, but that... I, you couldn't do a new one. No, you probably couldn't. You couldn't get away with that. How about All in the Family? <laughs> no. You could oh. do it, yeah. What, not like they the did family? it back. Not like, not like Archie did it. It would have to be a little bit different. But... Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they wouldn't the let Archie. political climate is such that it would... Oh, it would be very popular. It would be great. But yeah. wouldn't Archie wouldn't be allowed on the air, though, the stuff he says today, would he? Uh, not some of it. It might some have to be it. written a little a little bit different. Yeah. But I, I think... Remember that... when Sammy Davis Jr. kissed him? Yeah. My dad laughed so hard when I, we were watching it. I, he laughed so hard when that happened. My dad used to laugh just at watching Red Fox walk as Fred Sanford. See, I, didn't, I never yeah. thought he was particularly funny. I thought he was funny as Sanford and Son. I've had an album of his stand-up stuff. Not that, but as and as, I watched it. You know, I just didn't think it was very funny. Well, Ann Esther was my favorite character. I loved it when she'd come on with Bubba, and um, it was okay, but it was a one-trick pony. It was, and but Demond, a lot of those shows. Demond were, Wilson yeah. wasn't yeah. particularly. funny. He was not funny, uh-uh. but I think that's kind of what they wanted. Yeah. yeah, I think they wanted some guy to kind of minister. Uh, is he really? Yeah. 
Ann Esther was great, though, and she'd yeah, start she hitting people. Yeah, she was kind of funny. When she started hitting people with her purse, she'd call Fred a fish-eyed foo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, back to the Hawks. Um, I, as this game approaches, uh, I just rented my car. I'm probably part of me wants to not go to this game because now well, you I got a car. Well, I, well, I have till I can post. I, I'm not picking it up till Saturday. You can postpone till Friday. Part of me wants to save because they're going to go to a better bowl game than I anticipated. Now I think, and well, last year's bowl game just about yeah. freaking broke me. And so, well, where do you think they're going to? Well, if they win the West Division. <clears throat> And they do okay. I mean, if they win the West Division and they're eight and four, I mean, they could go back to Florida again. Well, they could, or uh, maybe at worst, uh, um, uh, Nashville, Music City. I mean, th- I think that it's would possible. be at worst. I think if they win the West Division, if, they may have, yeah. they may have played themselves out of Nashville. Possibly, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see. Now the Rose Bowl. Um, that will be the lose. Uh, do you think either Michigan or Ohio State, who do you think will be in the Rose Bowl? I, I don't know yet. Um, if you end up with Big Ten teams with uh, one of them undefeated and one I think there will be one undefeated one loss. and one loss. I don't think the one loss team gets into the playoff. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'll be wrong. But if Georgia State now that could change if Georgia loses, right? I mean, if, if Georgia, but but yeah, if there's Georgia, still some three what three games to yeah, be played. Yeah, Tennessee to me, if Tennessee keeps winning and only has one loss, they're going to be a serious factor. They're fifth right now. It's good. Yeah, a lot has to happen. I'll be surprised if there's two, two Big Ten teams. I, I would too. A but little you bit. never say never. And if there is, that would then Iowa moves up another step in the bowl. And wouldn't that be? Just the strangest thing in history to have Iowa end up in the Rose Bowl this year. With that <laughs> offense. Oh, well, God. You, you and Anna, you'd go again, wouldn't you? Drop 7,500. <sighs> Would you really? He's I thinking about it. You're oh, damn right he'd yeah, be there. I, you know, I don't, I don't think It's only so. money and time. you got a lot of both. I don't think so. I want him to go. I want you and I think the four of you should go. I, I I'll go to Nashville. I'm not. No, I think Jan would right. love the Rose Bowl. No. You know, it's probably. But it's so expensive <laughs> no. to fly out there. It's but, too long to drive out there. We well, we right, don't have a chance in the world of winning either. But we drove right by where Batman's and it could house be, is. No, I don't think USC is unbeatable. They are no, with I us. No, I. Um, we killed them the last their off, time. Their offense, their defense isn't very good. Their offense is good, but I was. I'm, there's not a great team in the Pac-12. No, I there's just, not. But we say this every year. I mean, we actually thought we had a good chance against Stanford, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. And it was just a complete we sure didn't. beat down. I'm, yeah, I'm not. I don't know that I'd go out. It'll be interesting to see. How many would go out? I'm, I'm thinking they're going to be down in Florida, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, if you go out to that, then you want to go out to that, not just for the, the game's game. not the only reason. But see, they're just, yeah. you know, in my head, there's not that much to do out there. I mean, we went to the tar pits. Uh, what else did we do? We went to the. I don't know. There's just. LA's not my thing. There's Oh, I'm with you. I mean, I've been out there twice now in the last few years and it's oh the way I would enjoy LA is if I had millions of dollars and I could get a beachfront place on Malibu and hey, but that's I mean, not the LA. I go and stay in a hotel and it's it seems like everything is so spread out. It it is. And I mean, I might be interested in going if I went out again to do the movie studios and stuff that would have some No, interest. I like San Diego. That would have some interest. I enjoyed San Diego. San Diego more than LA. was was pretty cool. 
I, it was just a little smaller, too. I enjoyed San Diego. The weather was perfect. My hotel was right by the, the ocean there where they have all the big you know, military ships and whatever. No, that was, a, that was a good one. I mean, I enjoyed the bowl game was fun. Now, it was the worst food I've ever had at a bowl game was at the 2009. And my media people would agree. They served the worst corned beef and cabbage that could ever have been made. It was more gooey than yeah. – what's something that's gooey? Mac and cheese. Sometimes it, it was it was it was just all gooey. You couldn't even eat it. And I like corned beef and cabbage if it's good. You like corned beef and cabbage? Yeah, I like corned. So beef the Rose Bowl, the stadium is an asshole. I was not impressed with the stadium. No, not at all. at all. Now the stuff around. But my favorite part of that whole thing was the drive from the media hotel in the. It was bus. beautiful. I mean, we drove. They're like, hey, there's where they the Batman, you know, the Batman's house from the movie. Yeah. Was, yeah. The homes were just. It was so hodgepodge. Every street had. Homes that were completely different from the street next over, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas here you get a lot of similar type homes. That's what I remember the drive through Pasadena, how every home looked different. It was beautiful. I mean, it, it, it was. was I enjoyed that. Uh, the tailgate was great fun, mm-hmm. but the there stadium, wasn't enough food. The but... stadium was just kind of a rundown, sm- eh. smaller version of Michigan's Big House, wouldn't you say? Sort of, yeah, in some ways. Uh-huh. And when but I went, to, it did, maybe not in good, quite as good a shape. Not as good a shape. But the first time I went to Michigan's Big House, unimpressed. I was unimpressed because it's just too much of an. The fans are too far away from the stadium. It's just not a real. There's a ton of people there, but it doesn't seem that imposing because of how they're situated. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Kinnick and on Penn State, where they're more vertical, the fans as they move up don't go further away from the field. They just go higher up. I mean, that's at, better. At the Rose Bowl, we were in a section where the the. Rows were pretty steep. I mean, but we were pretty high up. Mm-hmm. But it was a bit precipitous. And but, it's not like that at the big house. It was No, big big house a is gradual. Spread. Big house is just a kind of a place that's easy to get relaxed. Yeah. You know, and but I remember the have you ever you haven't been to Penn State or have you? I have. Now, well, that's, that's the sixth floor. Uh, oh, yeah, that that stadium is imposing because of how it's built. Those fans are on top. Not yeah. like they are at Kinnick, but there's a lot more there. I mean, the Penn State's whiteout is pretty impressive. It I'm, is. I'm not a Penn State fan by any means, but their whiteout is impressive. And we were just in that little pie wedge of Hawkeye seats, you know, yeah. that you see. I did not. I can't read. I don't know why I didn't go to the six to four game. I remember being at home. I was at the press citizen. You didn't miss much. Oh God! I, I was watching it from home. That was brutal. It sure was. But you know, like Kirk said afterwards, it, it's a win. Yeah, and you, you, as you were watching it, in the Iowa Illinois game was kind of like that too. If anybody scores a touchdown, they're going to win the well, game. Well, the problem with the Iowa Illinois game is because they lost. If they, had they yeah. won that game nine to six, we'd look back at it and laugh. Now, it, it, that game could end up being the difference in their season. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I just I don't think Illinois is going to Illinois. I Illinois crapped the bed. They they gave themselves no margin for error going into Michigan, and I just I will be stunned. Now if they win at Michigan, they deserve to be the West. They team. had two winnable games at home and lost them both, and lost them both. They should have won one of those, and this wouldn't even be a factor. Uh, that's right. But now if they can beat Michigan and, and then they deserve the West, then but they deserve not, it. But I I am not confident at all. Are you? No. And I don't even think Michigan's offense, I mean, their downfield passing game's not that good. No, it's not. But their offensive line and their running game and playing their defense. Their defense is solid. They're just a better team. Yeah. And no, Illinois, I, I think they kind of choked a little bit. They I did. Think they no saw question. everything that was within reach. And just I think that they weren't big enough to handle the moment. How are people exactly. going to take it if we do win the West 
and then the uh, Brian's back next year, and everything. Well, I, mean, I told I think Brian's going to be back next year. If they win the West, I think Brian will be back next year. Yeah, I do too. and I think some fans will not take that well because they're going to probably win the West if they do, and it's not going to be because of, I just don't see the light turning on against. Now they could have some moments against Nebraska, but then the critic. Could. The critics will say, hey, guys, it was Nebraska. But, no, enough of this season has been written to where the offense has been a disaster for the most part. Well, without question. And there's really no – and that's a fair and a legitimate question. That will be a major story during the offseason. Some yeah. people said, okay, well, if they're going to keep Brian, then they've got to rehaul the offense and go to a spread. Well, they're not going they to. Can't, we mean, don't have the, the personnel. personnel. I don't – people just don't understand that. And the people are like, well, we've got to move Cooper DeGene to quarterback and – no, if you want to have Cooper – now, one thing, if they could get enough good D-backs, I would not have a problem with Cooper DeGene moving to wide receiver, moving to a slot receiver, and use him in a bunch of different ways on offense. Do a little only, wildcat, maybe? Only if – a little bit. The wildcat, though, you can't sustain anything with that. They would need him as a slot receiver who you could use to run, but that's only if they feel that they're getting somebody to replace him on defense, maybe not be as good, but it can't be a major step down. Yeah. I could see that move, but Cooper DeGene is not a Division One quarterback. No. He's not. That's, I mean, he was a great high school quarterback, but he, he's six feet tall. I mean, he could play as a running quarterback, but it would be hard to try to do Iowa's offense with his skills. I think he'd be better. I wish they'd maybe think about using him both ways. Uh. I mean, I'd just get him on the field as many times as you can as a receiver, as a D-back. I mean, he's a special player. He's a special talent. No doubt about it. But this, this narrative about just overhauling the offense to go and spread people, it can't be done. No. No. They don't have the personnel on offense to do it. The linemen could probably make the adjustments. Hell, I mean, they could do just as bad <laughs> with a spread. And I don't mean that to be nasty, but you know what I mean, though. But where they don't have it is, I mean, Monty Panabom would just be completely useless in a new type of offense like that. Right. They have five or six scholarship receivers. Okay, and right now – Deontay Vines, Brody Breck's not the kind of receiver you want in that type of offense. Well, and Brody hasn't done very well. No, and Alec Wick and a bunch of – Hasn't done very well. They're just – they just don't have the personnel to go to a spread offense, and I just don't think Kirk's going to change his philosophy this deep into his run, which has been for the most part pretty successful. That'd be like you all of a sudden saying, okay, I'm going to change what we do as a format. We're going country. Or or something because you have some people on the outside saying – it, you know, what you've done is work. What Kirk has done has worked for the most part. You both had snags, but Kirk's not going to all of a sudden just change what he does. And, no, he's, and he's not losing enough to be forced to change what he, he does. And he wants the complimentary football thing. He's That's com- how he he's believes it should be played. With it, and we've won a lot of games. Yes. I mean, we keep waiting for Kirk to be as bad as what his critics are saying he is. Well, they won 10 games this, last year, and they most likely are going to win the West for the second year in a row. I mean, yeah. yeah, and they have problems on offense. I get it. But I think Kirk believes that they're going to fix these problems on offense by just continuing to grind and move forward. Well, and, and if we do win uh, do win the West and win a bowl game, that's, that's nine wins. And, and they that's could do 19 that. 19 wins in two years. And they could do that with a crap offense. And how many teams Not many. have 19 wins now, in two you know, years? The Not very say, damn many. Gee, Okay, just imagine if we had even a competent offense where we'd be. I don't know. That's a fair, that's yes, a fair complaint. Yes, of course it is. So, yeah, so there's, a, there's some narratives working But Iowa on. doesn't recruit well enough to get, to, to get stud athletes on, on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and right now. Consistently. 
let's say, are they six and four? Let's say they were four and six right now, and you ask that question about, I'd be saying, well, I don't think he's going to be back. But I they're would not. Agree with you. They're not though. They're six and four, and I think at worst they're going to be seven and five, going into a bowl game if they go eight and five. Now if they go seven. Let's say they lose to Minnesota. Go to a bowl game and go seven and six. It's going to be. It will not be comfortable. It will not in the be comfortable. But I'm uh-uh. still thinking Brian will be back. But I'm thinking they're going to try to make some. I don't know. But do they keep Brian at the expense of like a George Barnett, or do they throw some assistant coach under the bus and say, okay, get rid of the consultant, the <clears throat> consultant, Bud Meyer? Yeah. Oh. Oh, he'll be gone anyway. He only signed a six-year contract, and I six mean, month? six month. Yeah, yeah, six okay. year. I think I believe he'll be gone. Maybe he'll renew, um, but um, hasn't done it. Well, it hasn't had any positive any, impact. No, any it hasn't impact. Hasn't had any. Now we also well, don't. We, we don't know. We also don't know how much impact he's allowed to have. I mean, there was stuff written about him, but I don't know how much he is hands-on. There's certain he can't be on the field and whatever. But no, I mean, the stats show that the quarterback play has probably gotten worse since last year wouldn't you say yeah but you know the one thing you don't know is what would it have been like if he hadn't have been here i mean you don't my guess you, is it would be probably pretty similar uh, probably but, but we I don't mean, know but yeah but no it is not it, we what we do know is it has had not it hasn't had much of a positive effect on the field that way you can see well i think well, the way I would answer that is our biggest problem is not at quarterback. It's on the offensive line. Yes, it's on the offensive line combined with a quarterback who's got some Who's flaws. got some challenges. And, and no question, and Spencer would agree with that, I, I think. I mean, Spencer's got some flaws. He's not real accurate. He's not mobile. But I do think if things are working slightly around him, he can be a serviceable I quarterback. I completely but agree. But the offensive line has just been so overmatched for – large chunks of this season, and it starts there. It's, a, it's like they just don't – against Wisconsin, they didn't know what to do. Iowa's 13th in scoring offense, 17.9. Northwestern's down to 15.3. Man, they're um, – Ohio State, 46.8. <laughs> Michigan, 41.4. <laughs> Minnesota's 30.6. Yeah, they haven't – they didn't play Ohio State. They didn't play Michigan. No, they – Okay, here's total defense. Didn't play Wisconsin yet. Total defense. Iowa's third. Minnesota's fifth. I didn't. Iowa's given up um, 260. Minnesota's given up 274. Their defense is a little better than no, I thought. No, their defense is solid. Um, let's see. Scoring defense. Um, Iowa is fourth. Minnesota is, wow, third. Iowa 13.9. Minnesota 13.1. Yeah. No. I didn't realize they were this good. Their, their defensive stats are fine, but again, um, they haven't played. You know, three of the best defenses that Iowa has played. Yeah, and gotten killed. Well, in two of the three. Wisconsin's yeah, the defense Wisconsin, is good. Wisconsin's de- it's good, but it was ranked seventh in the Big Ten. Yeah, it's probably. not uh, no, a typical def- Wisconsin their defense. Their defense isn't as good as my Iowa made it out to be. No. Trust me. I've got no, it right isn't. No, Iowa right. made Wisconsin's defense look way better. We always do. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've seen other teams score. I mean, how many points did Michigan State score against Wisconsin? 35? 30, uh-huh. Yeah, so... Um, let's see, rushing offense, Minnesota is second behind Michigan, 220.9. If they meet their average, then Iowa loses. Yeah, I agree. I just can't see the Iowa defense. Jack Campbell and those guys giving up 220 yards. I can't. I did, that's a ton of yards. But, but they get what last they year. Close. They got, they like outrushed, 180? It was close. Yeah, they outrushed Iowa by over 100 yards. Let's see, rushing touchdowns. Minnesota has 31. <laughs> Iowa has 10. <laughs> So, um, yikes. Let's see. Um, I'm going to see rushing defense. Iowa is 
Iowa is third. Minnesota, 88.6. Minnesota, 106.8. They're fourth. Let's see. Pass efficiency defense. Iowa, oh. Okay, Iowa is third. Minnesota's fifth. No, they're, uh, God, they're their not, secondary is excellent. They're not bad, really, in anything. No, no, their defense is pretty solid. I didn't realize they were. I was just going to start. I'm doing my position breakdowns today. I was just start, starting to look at this stuff. So, no, this is going to be a tough game. It, absolutely. This is going to be a very tough game. I, if, Iowa was, if it was here, I would be way more confident. And the cold weather, that's going to hurt both teams. I, I, yeah. I mean, a lot was that's being... That's Big Ten football. That's Big Ten football, and I don't think that's going to What is the temperature? It's supposed to be 16, I believe, the high there that day, and like down yep. down the low, because 16 is the high, but you guys, this is a 3 o'clock game. Yeah. By the second half, that's going to... It's it, going to be dark it, and Dark cold. and probably below 10. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> With that... Just even thinking about that. Let's take a break. I need to warm wait, up. Wait, wait, one question. Do you think there'll be any shirtless, drunk students in the crowd? Yes. Without shirts on? Yes. I do, too. I yes. Know. I do, too. Not for very long, but <laughs> we'll be back. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. one 800 It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. Just about the time Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, a romantic notion was blooming in 1940s America. The idea that a diamond, like love itself, is precious and lasting. More than ever before, proposals began including twinkling rings and velvet-lined Hertine and Stocker boxes. Decades of engagements and countless shimmering rings later, happy, nervous hands are still accepting these promises of always from Hertine and Stocker. The designs are always modern and fresh, but the service is still as exceptional as it was in those very early days. Perhaps that rare blend of past and present is the reason Hertine and Stocker has been voted best jewelry store in Iowa City eight years running. Stop and see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Hi, this is Jill Sterner with Sterner Taxidermy in Lone tree. It's hunting season again, and I'm inviting all of you hunters to follow us on our Facebook page. You can view Dirk's award-winning artistry, his workmanship that he completes with each individual piece. We can be reached at 319-330-1774. Again, 319-330-1774. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. 
Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago dog and the Iowa dog. An all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Hawkeye fans, you love watching the black and gold. You know Hawkeye black and gold. As a Hawkeye fan, there are no better colors than the Hawkeye black and gold. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson. When you're buying, selling, or refinancing your property, consider the green and white team, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Hi, this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Lincoln in Iowa City. Let me tell you why right now is an absolute great time to buy a new Lincoln. Custom order the exact vehicle you want from interior and exterior colors and a full range of equipment content. Your vehicle, your way. Plus, with an unusually high used car market, trade-in values are more now than we've ever seen before. Stop by Deary Brothers Lincoln at Highway 1 in Mormon Trek, Iowa City. Hi, this is Bill Eichstring of the Oxyoke Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyoke has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, and family-style service, to historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyoke is like a warm hug. 
with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies to go, and take the comforting taste of the Oxio comb with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxiokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making on and off light snow will continue today with a high right around 35 this afternoon. Probably not going to see much more than a half inch or less here through the day today. The wind out of the northwest at about 5 to 15, so blowing snow, not going to be an issue. Tonight, gradual clearing will drop down to 23 tomorrow. Partly to mostly cloudy, breezy with scattered snow showers, 32. It's going to get colder for the weekend by Sunday, single-digit lows with highs in the 20s. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently, it's 28. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. Huckfanatic.com, uh, just got a call from Ryan Suckermill. He can't make it in today because of the snow. But okay. he would like you to donate to a cause? No, Warren Buffett said, uh, uh, Mr. Soberoff, I understand you're Jewish. How would you like to uh, buy a company? So... And you yeah. said, I already have one? <laughs> yeah. What if Jeff Bezos reached out to you and said, hey, listen, I want to give you some of my money. Would you take it? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. But would you do, he told Dolly Parton she had to give it to charity. Would you give, would you this be. This is your, a charity. This, you'd be your own charity? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have an interview with him. And his big, one of his biggest challenges in his life now, he said, is trying to figure out how he's going to distribute his money. I, I respect the man. I can for, see that. No, yeah. if I want, does he have kids? You, well, you know, do you think any of his kids are saying, "Hey, Dad, remember me"? Can I? Well, I would hope that you know it. I would hope that they'd get someone. I hate these celebrities, these really rich people, and they, they don't go, give their kids. I'm anything? not giving a kid. Well, Jerry Lewis. Well, yeah, but that's an isolated case from an idiot. No, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot. Uh, okay, I just haven't heard of anyone besides that one. No, someone else. I mean, probably Joan Crawford. What did she, did you think she left her kids anything? I, I can't remember. What is she, know. Mommy Dearest? Yes. Yeah. No, there have been other celebrities that said, but I think I'm for not the most part, they give my leave. kids anything. They got to make it on their own. Yeah, there I, have been some of those. Yeah, and I, I just hate that. You know, give the kids. Give them something. Something. Well, and by the time you're dying, you know, say you're 85, your kid's 65, give them some effing money. Yeah. Yes. That's about the time well, you need it. You know, they've learned what that's, they're going to learn. That's why I'm going to Chicago to find out how much my grandfather left me uh, that uh, my parents didn't give me and my brothers. You think there's a lot? Uh, he was loaded. So, uh, See, to me, that's just a, a, a journey with no possible good to come of it. Why? What if he Why? found out he go, got a million dollars? Well, he doesn't. They, to his death. parents spend it. Yeah, they spent it. They got right. it. He we wants to letters. find out how much he got. Yeah, he. We found oh, letters where they. It was. How left long ago to did us. he die? Uh, I don't know. The seventies. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about just a recent death. <laughs> <in> the, okay. <laughs> no. 
I just want to know. No, we can no, we'll go. So did your parents live beyond their means? We'll go to the delicatessen. We'll go to, you know. Did your parents live beyond their means? Did they spend a lot of money there? No. So no, then, no, then where the no. money go, though? Then? They took it. Okay, but then it, maybe it's still around. It ain't around. So what they spend it on? I was the executive. If they didn't live in executive. Uh, my are... brother uh, and his problems, so mostly. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So they screwed you over. And my other brother. I'm with Suter. That's just that trip has does yeah, not. There's have no. Happy, there's nothing no happy good can there. come out of nothing that. good. Yeah. But you'll be able to bitch and moan on the radio about it. It'll be some good. <laughs> Will it make work. you feel better if it was no uh, fifty thousand dollars or five thousand dollars? No, I well, I it would tell me what my grandfather thought of us. Uh-huh. Maybe. Well, you just said already in the show what he thought of you. Yeah. What do you think of you? Not much. Why? Why would he not like a Because uh, we were the uh, estranged part of the... So, so this was your dad's brother or your mom's no, brother? No, it's my dad's father. Your dad's father. Okay, your yeah. dad's father. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm with Suter, yeah, though. That trip's, yeah, I, that trip's just... That's a well, I wouldn't do it. To well, borrow a line Oh, no, I'll go to Chicago. Chicago's well, I, great. I, okay. I love Chicago. Who's going to have a better uh, uh, come up? Or not come up. Come, come up. Uh, uh, outcome. Uh, uh, me going to Chicago and finding this out, or you going to a Rose Bowl this year if we went? Who do you think? I think we would have a chance <laughs> in a Rose Bowl this year. We would have a chance. I think with they would some have, breaks. Yeah, the the their, Stanford was pretty good that year. They were hot. USC is the one team. I mean, they could score some points, but I would. Probably say Suter would have a slightly better chance. Yeah. I mean, you should drive there and the whole time just have cranking ACDC highway to hell because that's where you're headed. <laughs> you're going to find out. No, we can do stuff in Chicago. There's stuff to do. It wouldn't be the only thing we did. I'm going to guess uh, $10,000. Well, that's not that much money. Uh, no, it isn't. I'm going to guess way more than that. $10, well, then what did they spend it on? Yeah, that's what I'm oh, asking. Oh, you said Jeff. He, he said Jeff bro- milked them. Yeah. Him. yeah. They took a guy that was a bipolar sociopath, uh-huh. and they let him invest their money in stock. Well, that's not real smart. <laughs> no. What no. did she spend on those raccoons? Well, it's, what she did she build them a house and feed them? Yeah, you know, she fed them. That'd be funny. You find out like a ton of it went to those raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Suter though. I just it's just it's a bad ending, but could be good radio fodder. So you know. I might not use it as radio fodder. But you might though. I don't use everything as radio fodder. But this could be so. Good Jan radio. wants to know this too. Yeah, we want to know. We want to know. And why are you finding this out now? Why is it available now? We had all these letters when they passed away. We haven't done anything about it. So now you're but finally doing these, something. Okay, yeah. right, okay. Like I worked in Waterloo for right. uh, uh, two years. Met John Gacy. With Gacy. You were there with worked Gacy. Worked with John Gacy. But the, liked him. Okay. I worked in Waterloo. My dad. Admired him. Worked Respected in, him. <laughs> you had a lot of respect for John Gacy, didn't you? He was a great guy. Actually, a lot of people did at that <laughs> point. Wasn't Rosalind Carter like, seen? He's a Rotarian. I mean, did he work at KFC? He owned he it. Owned it. Yeah. He owned it. He yeah. got you buckets. He was a Rotarian. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I worked. Okay, I found out through these letters that my father worked in Waterloo. Wouldn't you have thought that he would have told me that that he, that he worked in Waterloo? He Probably. never told me. 
And here he worked in Waterloo. I mean, it just is odd to me that he wouldn't have said when I'm going to Waterloo. And there's, it's, you know. Well, that's hey, a pretty I, good town. I worked yeah. there in the blah, 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 blah. Well, you would think. Yeah, I'm not sure how my dad would have. I, yeah, I don't know. That does maybe seem a little And there's odd. just so many secrets. Yeah. There's just so many secrets. And I just want to know. Okay. I want to. When are you going? I don't know. Probably in uh, January or December. It's what is nice that? and warm with a nice warm breeze off the lake. Safe travels, no ice. <laughs> what? what? So, what if you find out it was like a million dollars? Well, it wasn't that, but I. What if it was five hundred? I would 000? assume it was a hundred. Hundred, okay. And then maybe I'll find out I'm wrong, but he was loaded. Yeah. So, not, not to be too prime, but since we are, did your parents uh, leave? Could, did your parents leave you yeah. much when they died? Uh, I got the house, okay, and well, I got a, my brother. So you got a house paid for? No. Oh, the house, oh, was, the house was paid yeah, for. Yeah, that's a nice little chunk. But it was it wrecked. It wasn't, though. Oh, okay. It was, was a, absolutely wrecked. I mean, that was a big part of what we inherited from my She parents. had 25 dogs in there. Yeah. And they were not going outside. Was she a hoarder? Yeah. You see her... Um, and the house was not... It was wrecked. I had to put... Uh, okay, forty thousand. So it was you? like, an, it, we sold it. Why did your mom have twenty five dogs? She was a hoarder. Were they, what kind of dogs? And the, all different uh, kinds. The shelters there would drop off the dogs. So was there just crap and stuff all over the place? Yeah, urine. We had to tear up the floors. Yeah, Gigi Allen wouldn't even have got in there. Would no, it? no, no. It was really bad. How about a drunken Morrison? Huh? How about a, would, would a drunken Jim Morrison been got been rolling in around and, on got a in there and serenaded your mom? <laughs> Rolling down the hall. All right, let's get back to the Hawks. Let's get back. Oh, we do have Adam Holowski on Friday for a sense of normalcy. He's going to, um, we'll talk about the. Jim Morrison. <laughs> you think your mom would have liked Jim Morrison? Who would made a bigger mess? Jim Morrison or 25 dogs? Um, well, it depends on how long dogs. Jim Morrison. How long would Jim Morrison be there? I would sure. I think the dogs would. Dogs would be a disaster. I think both would be a problem. But yeah, 25 dogs, that's not fair to the dogs. Not at all. So do you know she was doing this? We couldn't do anything about it, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't you go in there and say, Mom, this is ridiculous? Well, she just told you to F off? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He knows. Yes. Yeah. He was with... <laughs> Almost was... word for word. <laughs> <laughs> what would she have done if you physically started to try to move the dogs? What... Listen, I tried, to... I tried talking... So were they ever outside? Did the dogs They would go outside, but... Did she have a fenced-in yard? It just was a mess, and she kept them in cages, and it was just... It was freaking Ah. ridiculous. We took the two dogs uh, that were left. She's an A&E special. She could be on horrors. Oh, it was bad. No, it was really bad. No, I feel I no, that is bad. Yeah. You've seen that show hoarders. I mean I have never I've watched maybe a I can't watch I can't it. watch it. It's just, just I watch I've watched maybe a minute. Yeah, yeah I'm like that. I can you watch know, it. No, no, you know, I, stuff like that doesn't interest me. No, it doesn't interest me either. And it's the same thing over and over. A person that's just emotionally distraught, lost and depressed. It's just not f- same thing with the six hundred pound twins it's and the thousand pounds. That you stuff know, is not compelling no. to you me. Know but that's likes. where we are though in T V now. Do you know why I don't, I don't like curtains? Or shades, really, except when the sun comes up like this, is because I we lived in the dark. She just kept the shades closed all the freaking time. Uh, why? I, no, I'm I'm with you. I don't understand why she, those shows must 
do something. Oh, they're, they're they're very why popular. are we so interested in what each of us do? I, Duck I, what, Dynasty. I, you know, those things are so stupid. But to why me. do we care? Why, like those MTV things. I don't know why kids, like when I was 20, I didn't care what other 20 year olds were doing. I didn't want to watch other 21. Now it seems like all we do is watch each other live our lives, you know, teen pregnancies and those shows. Okay, I mean, but you know, it. I was thinking of this the other day because everybody, and I complained too about MTV and how I loved it and everything. But would you have loved it if it would have stayed the same with today's videos? Probably. I'm sure I, it would have ran its course. I with think me. I would have still watched some of it. But if you tell me that "Don't Let Go of the Coat" by the Who's on MTV right now, I'd well, turn that video on and watch it, just like I would today. They wouldn't have touched that, and, and they wouldn't have touched it. Yeah. I mean, I love those videos on MTV. I mean, yeah, I did too. XTC senses working overtime. I mean, some old YouTube. I will follow. Just going down the barge on that river. I mean, no, I would watch. I'd still watch that. Yeah, I would love to see you but know, it Taylor but Swift those videos. But do uh, I think they'd be as popular? No, no, not now. No. Yeah. But see, I think the, I think I would I like to know. see a lot of it. Yeah, I would too. But it's on. It's on uh, Vivo. MTV though, I just have never I mean, seen a you channel. Can see yeah. all that stuff on Vivo. You can see it on uh, YouTube. It's it's all there. But yeah. it must pay. I mean, MTV still makes a lot of money. I assume, doesn't it? Yeah, it's doing well. So they must have a lot of eyeballs, but like I said, every time I surf and I and I joke about and I joke about the bunk bed thing, but it's not a joke. There's often just girls crying in bunk beds about their personal. Yeah. That's what the shows are. Yeah. Or then you'll see something sixteen and pregnant, you know, shows like that. I don't want to watch stuff like that. No. But who does watch that stuff? Other sixteen and seventeen? I, I guess. Yeah. I can't imagine Molly watches shows like that, would she? Well, Molly's 29. Well, I'm just saying, though, not everybody in the world is 16 and Molly under. Molly doesn't watch that at all. No. I mean, I don't think anyone, everyone watching those shows are just 16 or under. They wouldn't have enough people to... No. Other people not that age no, are watching No, the average age, according to MTV and ratings, what, very 35? seriously, 44. I mean, think about that. So that means there's... Yeah, I just... I mean, seriously. There, I mean... That's yeah, I don't what get they've released. No, I, I don't get yeah, it. But I don't I, get it either. I mean, but with camera, there's video cameras, and it's just we're just so obsessed with what each of us does. I right? remember crying on my bunk bed waiting for Suckamol to come in. <laughs> that sounded kind of creepy, didn't it? If you, didn't know, the, if you didn't know the circumstances. <laughs> Let's go. Think about what he just said. <laughs> I remember waiting on my bunk bed crying, waiting for Suckamol to come in. Sitting, I said. Sitting, okay. <laughs> okay. In your bunk bed waiting for Suckamol to come in. <laughs> What was planned for that evening? You're talking about, uh, you're talking about in the states. Back to the Hawks. Yeah, uh, that one was a little okay. Back to the Hawks. Okay, the women at K State Thursday. I don't know anything about K State, but it's a Power Five team. One of their key players tore tore a knee ligament. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, My guess is there it'll be a solid test. I mean, it's going to be better than playing a foregone conclusion here. Um, and I do think we saw with the Drake game. Um, I think Iowa's got a chance to be really good, but maybe they're not the fourth best team in the well, country. Well, they sure right. weren't. I mean, Drake's good, Drake. though. Drake's yes, good, are. but Drake's not a powerhouse by no. name. I mean, Drake's got a chance to do well in their conference play, but I think Drake exposed my biggest concerns with Iowa is defense. Transition defense, yeah. rebounding, and Drake obviously exposed some of it. 86 points is a lot of points. Yeah. Now, Iowa does play a fast style that leads to the other team's scoring, sort of like the men does, but... That Drake team is probably not way worse than the Creighton team that beat Iowa last year. So, um, 
Well, Creighton's got a good team. Oh, I know, but Drake's been no. Drake's, Drake's a good been team. Good to, Drake's beaten. Drake's had years where they've been as good or better than Creighton. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, that Creighton team was good, but I think we saw in the next game, and I only say this because Iowa fans. Okay, we're a top four. We're elite. Okay, we saw the difference between elite and being. South Carolina destroyed Creighton. It was never even close. And it was a, Creighton solidly beat Iowa State yes. after they beat us. Yes, two, so two there, really good there's teams. a gap. I mean, there's a there, gap. There is. To me, until somebody beats South Carolina, it's just – I mean, I'm not talking – they're going to lose some games during the season. I, we'll, we'll see what happens during the NCAA tournament. But I watched the first half of that Creighton-South Carolina game, and it was – Amazing. It was a miss. It was Iowa versus Stanford Rose Bowl. Well, maybe even worse. But no, that's a good compare. I just remember at one point it was like fifty to twenty. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, the Creighton girls were having trouble getting the ball at the court, and the girl that burned Iowa that used to be the Hawk watching Jensen, Lauren Jensen, she couldn't get a shot off. Yeah, they just put some six foot athlete on her. No, you're not shooting. And see, that's Iowa doesn't have that. No. Iowa doesn't have that. But like I said. They survived a tough scare at Drake. The best thing you do if you're in a game like that is figure out a way to win, and they did. And Iowa struggled from three-point land. Um, Gabby Marshall wasn't very good. You're going to have nights like that. Caitlin didn't have a very good night. But you're going to have nights like that for three. Free throws, they got to get fixed, and I think they will. I think that was not indicative of who they are going 17 for 30. The risk of being a heavy-volume three-point shooting team is there's some nights where you're just not going to make three-point shots. That's correct. And it doesn't matter. You can be a great shooter. And there's been no – I remember what was it, the game against Maryland when Caitlin could not buy a basket. Now, some of that was a hand in her face, but that's the risk with being a three-point shooting team is some nights you just don't have it. Now, the free throws, to me, that's something you should have it every night. Yeah, that's You should be problem. at least 80%. They'll fix that, though. I think they'll fix that. Caitlin's a good free throw shooter. Cesano, for the most part, is a good free throw shooter. I think Gabby Marshall, for the most part, is a good free throw mm-hmm. shooter. They get, but no, they, and maybe, they, maybe the pressure. That place was rocking, but a lot of those were Iowa fans. I talked to a couple of people that were there, and they said there were a lot of Iowa fans at that game. They need better production out of Kate Martin and out of Gabby. Well, Gabby gives them great defense every night. She does. But offense, she's hit or miss. I mean, there's nights where she, if she's not getting open and making threes, that she doesn't do much. Kate, I believe, and Kate does help them in a lot of ways, but there's going to be nights where they need points from her because Caitlin, I mean, I saw that thing at halftime score. Um, they, they had promoted the fact that Caitlin and Monica had, I believe, 34 of Iowa's 42 points. Yes. That's not something to be happy well, about. I said exactly the same thing to Ann. I said that is not a good statistic. I mean, it's great for them, and you're promoting them. I get that. But when I saw that, I'm like, that is not good. That, no, they're that's, not, if, they, if it becomes a lot of that this year, they're going to underachieve. Uh, for sure. Last year, I thought part of the reason they overachieved was because they did always seem to have a third option. They need to have, whether it's um, the F- McKenna Warnock. Warnock or Kate Mark, they need to have another player averaging between 10 and 15 points a game. I completely Consistently, agree. they need that. And maybe, and if they could get six to eight a game from Hannah Stolke, she looks like she's going to be a pretty big factor. And Molly Davis is fun to watch. Well, that's another she's one. a great player. Yeah, how many points did she have against Drake? Do you know? No, it wasn't so much. I heard she was really good. Though. How much she scored? It's just she's really good. Yeah, well, she's got a strong court presence to her. She can handle the ball. She takes pressure away from Caitlin because you have to respect her three point shot. I can't believe that game was on and I missed. I didn't think it was on. Now I did watch. I watched a really good game the other night. Drake versus Wofford. Wofford's pretty Wofford's good. Wofford's a good team. You remember a guy named Carson McCorkle who Fran yes. offered in eighth grade? A- absolutely. He starts at guard for Wofford now. He left Virginia after two. He just. Didn't pan out to be the superstar everyone thought he was. Fran offered this kid in eighth grade. I'm not, I'm not, okay, I don't think he would start at Iowa. 
Yeah. But for Wofford, it was a good game. Drake figured out a way, though. They won the game. Drake is good. I would love to see Iowa Drake play. It would be a great game. Well, the basket, the women was sure a great game. I mean, it really was. But we know why they're not playing. Iowa and Iowa State aren't playing Drake and you and I. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to risk the loss. And I, you know, and when Fran had that trouble up at you and I and he got thrown out, I think Fran just said, screw it, we're done. We're not coming here anymore. And that's their prerogative. I just missed the game. Yeah. I didn't like I, the, agree. I didn't like the big four setup. Did you? No, terrible. Did you ever Ma- go? No, make it a real tournament. They should have done and that. And it's an event, and I would go. And then the, the talk about that, though, well, then you'd have two, uh, they, maybe the risk of playing twice in a season. Who cares? So what? Who cares? It's an event. Yes. Make uh, it an event that was ju- a nothing. And if you did that, would you always have, would you ever have Iowa and Iowa State meet on Friday? Or would you always want to cater it to try to get the Iowa-Iowa State matchup on Saturday? I think probably any tournaments, they always set it up so that the, the power there's fun. at least a chance yes. for the best two teams to play each But no, other. I thought they missed a chance for that. It just never worked for me. It just, uh-uh. nope. it just didn't, it didn't work. But I just missed going to the McLeod Center. Going, I'd love to cover Fran at the Knapp Center. I think it would be great. And it's just not going to happen, and that's unfortunate. I'm not going to get into the reasons. I, you know, the, the we we went to the Nap Center once when uh, Lick's team was in there, and Tom Davis was coaching mm-hmm. Drake. I was there. We didn't win. I know I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Lick had his head buried those, in. Those were just the. Honestly. I'll give you credit though. You stuck with Lick, and because you and I were turning on him and insulting Suter yeah. for being a homer, you stuck with him until you couldn't stick with him any longer. Yes, I did. And I think when you started hearing that certain players were going to leave, I think you find okay, I'm done. Yeah, well, well that, that to me is indicative that yeah, we can't because when your best player leaves every year. Something is wrong. Well, and this best player would have been a real gut punch. And I'm not going to mention his no, name. I know who it is. I'm not going to mention yeah. his name, but I, I think most people know is. who it is and what have you. That would have. I, mean, I think that's when they're like, God, we got to do something. We're not going to be able well, to do it. It was just so freaking weird. But he was yeah, nice to was. you at Hy-V, though, right? He was nice to me at Hy-V. But, <laughs> but even then. Did he, he accuse you of being a rich Jew? Yes, he asked him <laughs> yes, for money. He, he, He's like, you know, he, hey, listen, my job's on the rocks. You, you got some money you can borrow? He got, he got on my case once because he thought. I was uh, going down the aisle too quickly. <laughs> That's a good one. That was a pretty good one. You didn't Don't give pick up that can of peaches so fast. He didn't give you a rim shot for that one. You have to work no. extra hard for rim yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah. Now, had fake Ackerman yeah. said that. Oh, yeah, rim shots right and left. <laughs> been John Bonham. <laughs> Would have been like uh, missiles going into Poland. Now, they're saying that that was not Russia. That was It wasn't. Good. Yeah, I didn't it, think it was when it first happened. Not, no. I didn't know what well, it was. We wouldn't what do we think it was? We, was Russia. it a Ukrainian defense missile? It was. Yes. Okay, and it was probably hit there by mistake. Well, it either, I, yeah, it hit But two people did die, though? Or, yes. That's sad. No, it's ridiculous, but it is Russia's fault. Well, yeah, because Ukraine's having to defend itself. Yeah. And we need Nine to give Nine months them, later. We need, you know, they need to step up their game and go into Russia and start shooting missiles, and we need to give them to them. I'm, I've turned completely... You're uh, just pro-Ukraine? Uh, Donald Rumsfeld. I'm going Donald Rumsfeld. All right, Rumsfeld or Stockdale? Who would you rather be? Uh, Rumsfeld. What about... A, Stockdale wasn't cognizant. No. He, he really did say, where am I, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that debate? I, no. I, I remember... Did. So, I did. I remember we had a waterbed. I was sitting on the waterbed. We had the, 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 the Toshiba TV on the... Uh, 
on the nightstand. Were you laughing? And I started hilarious. Yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. It was no, sad. I, I don't do politics. It was uh, kind of sad, though, too. Though. Well, it was, it was a debate. That was not politics, it was, Yeah, it, it was, wasn't politics. It was Saturday Night Live. It was Monty Python. It was ridiculous. It, it was w- sad. It really was. But I have a caller? Yes. Yeah. There's Donald Rumsfeld. Fake Donald Rumsfeld on the phone. Hello. <laughs> no, it's not fake Donald Rumsfeld, but... Uh, Speaking of Licklider, you know what his favorite part of Thanksgiving is? Uh, no. Passing the gravy. Yeah, passing all the food around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you answered it. You got yeah, it. I got it. Okay. I, oh, look at that. That's Steve. You get, you get that rim shot you've That's always wanted. That's for Steve, not the setup. <laughs> um, solid. Ooh, uh, Diamond Dental. Patrick, your appointment, uh, 10.30 tomorrow. They look forward to seeing me. I'm sure they do. He's going to send us that spot, too. And okay. um, I have to hit them with a Y to let... This is the third Y I've had to tell them that I'm coming. Yeah. As of... Yes. And we don't have bad weather tomorrow. In fact, I got it. I got it. Sorry. We don't have snow tomorrow, do we? Uh, no. No. We got it. And don't we actually start to get up back up in the 40s next, next, next week? Next 47, I think I saw. Around, it, See, that'll be great. Yeah, because we'll be ha- over halfway through, almost done with November. Yeah. I know, but then you go into December and January. Yeah, but we've had and miserable Novembers before. Yeah, this, one's been pr- yeah. this one's been pretty easy. So we've had some really bad Novembers. But, um, but no, weather-wise. But no, t- the game Saturday, if we're going to have 25-mile-per-hour winds with temperature around, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be well, make six- this weather look great. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it, oh, without it, question. It's going to be below zero wind chill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, it ain't good. Let's see what uh, what the National Weather Service says for next week. For Nebraska game? It only goes till Tuesday. Well, I don't have my phone or else I would check bug for us because it has a 10-day. Oh, for Nebraska? Well, it's going to be nice during the week. Like I said, I saw Tuesday. I think it stretched to Tuesday. It said, I think, 47 on the temperature thing I saw. I mean, that's three days before the Nebraska game. And I'm not worried about the Nebraska game at all anymore, which is kind of weird. It doesn't go that far. I just don't think this Nebraska team is nearly as good as the ones that have come in here with Adrian Martinez. What if Minnesota flattens us? Then that, yeah, if Minnesota, I don't see that happening, but. If, if they lose to Minnesota, well, then that changes everything. It I mean, does. I mean, and there, yeah, there's a ton riding on this for Iowa. I get that. But think about how much of Minnesota's – he still hasn't won a conference uh, division title. He still hasn't beaten Iowa. No. There's a ton, and they're at home. And, boy, and they and were set up this year. They were, and Iowa's offense is terrible. There's a lot of reasons why P.J. Flex should win this game this year, but I'm not convinced he's going to. Both Purdue and Minnesota were set up to win the division this year, and, and at least at this point, neither of them has stepped up. No, to, I think, to take I think the Minnesota's ground. been a disappointment. They now, have. they have had injuries. They've had significant injuries. I do give them that. So, but, um, but no, I, um, I still haven't picked my winner for the game yet. I'll do that. I'm going to set up our picks for this week, but I still don't have a feeling either way yet. The last two weeks, I had a feeling they were going to beat Wisconsin. I had a feeling they were going to beat Purdue, and I was right on the rare occasion. doesn't happen much. I don't have a feeling either way right now. I just don't. I, I keep waiting for it to spring, and so far it hasn't. I kind of feel like we're going to win, but I'm not going to be able to tell you exactly why, except that I don't know. This team has – this team's got some chemistry. 
I mean, their their defense never gave up on the offense against the right opponents. That chemistry you talk about did nothing against Michigan or Ohio State. No, it didn't. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be the glass half empty guy, but you got to keep it all in perspective. Um, all these things, I mean, they weren't competitive against Ohio State. I mean, they got beat 54 to 10. No, I, I the know. defense played okay for a half and what have you. Yeah, no, that stuff. I, I do think they have enough to beat Minnesota. But at that point, the the season could have come off the rails and it didn't. And they're lucky that they didn't have to play Michigan or Penn State after that. They they had played. The schedules had a lot to do with why they've been able to turn things around. Now is that their for, fault? That's no, for sure. That's not their fault. But. I don't want to get carried away in thinking that they're better than they are because they're beating teams that, you know, you could argue they should be beating, you know, because I've, I've, I mean, a lot, some fans I talk to now, they've almost like forgot that Ohio state game. Like it never mattered. And now they're back to believing that. And I just, they're not at Ohio state or Michigan's level and no. they never will be. No, we know that. And, but eventually, I mean, don't you want to win a big 10 title this year? Sure. I don't, I mean. If we have a chance to, of course, you always I've do. heard a lot of people say, if we could just win the West again, I'd be fine. No. Wanna win a big, they haven't won a Big Ten title in almost 20 years. 2004, and that was, they haven't won an outright Big Ten title, I don't believe, since, what, 1985? Uh, uh, I think that's right. And that's 37 years yeah, ago. I know. You go and get to that Big Ten championship game, you beat Ohio State or Michigan, you're the Big Ten champion. That's and but I just don't see that. Would happening. it be possible for us to win? Anything's possible. Oh, anything's possible. Yeah, but I, I, I. It's also possible we'd get beat by Ohio State, fifty-two to ten. Again. I would rather play Michigan the second time. Oh, I would too, but I, I don't think we would turn the ball over six times again. You know, against Ohio State, no, and I think they would lose like twenty-eight to three, twenty-eight or, or to ten, thirty-five ten, or something like that. Yeah. And yes, that's better than not getting there. I mean, this narrative, do we really want to go and play in the Big Ten Champion? Yes, you want to play there no matter yes. what happens. It's better than not getting there. But, but yeah, no, eventually I'll get my gut feeling. I just don't, I, I, I just don't want to o- overlook Minnesota. I, I, it's easy to do. We're swept away with Iowa having won these three games. Jack Campbell's bigger than life. Cooper DeGene's Niall Kinnick. I get all that stuff. I mean, ha- nobody's better than a Hawkeye. I mean, we're living in that right now. But I sometimes think that I underestimate the opponent. But Minnesota's also lost seven games in a row against Iowa, so you know there's a little mental block up there with them, too. Well, and the other thing is is we don't know how – I mean, we know how cold it's going to be. We don't know which team is going to thrive in, I, in the I think that'll conditions. cancel each other out. It, I, it could. I think it'll cancel I think both teams will handle that. Now, it could be a case where somebody fumbles the ball because it's so cold or it may, exactly. the wind may impact a – Passer, but I don't think Minnesota's better at handling the cold than Iowa, or Iowa's better. I think it'll be interesting to see just how that happens on each particular play. But no, it's going to be brutal. And he said 25 mile per hour wind. That to me is. And it might be as something as simple as whoever takes better care of the football wins the game. Oh, I think that's going to be a big part of it. And I do think running's going to run. It'll be interesting to see if Minnesota can stay ahead of the change with Ibrahim. Iowa's in trouble. They're in trouble. My thing, though, is I can see Minnesota facing a lot of third and sixes. Of course, they did it last year. They did, but last year there were some fluky things that went on that game that helped Iowa win. I mean, Iowa really did not play that well, but they found a way to win. That's a tough way to keep winning. If Ibrahim gets between 100 and 150 and they stay in, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Iowa to win the game. But what I think the stat – we keep saying, well, what's Ibrahim going to do against Iowa's defense – what is Caleb Johnson and LaShawn Williams going to do against Minnesota's run defense? That, to me, is a huge part of this game. 
I think if, if, if Iowa can get over 100 yards rushing, they win. I, I think I, so, too. That's a big if, though. They don't do it very often. So if they can keep that running game going, because it's going to be hard for Spencer to do much during – if that tw- you said 25-mile-per-hour winds and uh, yeah, in 10-degree yeah. weather. That's going to be brutal. Coming from the northwest, brutal. Brutal. Those are going to be brutal conditions. This may be one of those games where the first team that gets ahead 7 to nothing. You play not to lose the rest of the game. Yeah. It could be one of those types of games. You know, so it's unfortunate. I mean, the weather's been so good this year. Now, well, Kirk is an expert at playing not to lose. Oh, he's good at that. And Kirk's also an expert at protecting leads against teams that are okay, not against great teams. I mean, if Iowa gets ahead 10 to nothing against Minnesota in this game, I think I think they're going to win. The average too. win speed, it'll gust up to 25 the average wind speed is going to be 15. That's significant. And when we play the game, it's going to be 14 degrees. Field does it have a feels like. But 15 mile per hour consistent wind is pretty impactful, don't you think? Oh yeah, wasn't that? That's what it was this last week. I believe wasn't that's it? what it was. Yeah, and then gust up to. It's going to be hard to pass, and it's going to be hard. Now it's obvious it's harder to catch a colder ball. I mean that's, I mean that's common sense. So. This could be a brutal game to watch. Yeah, it doesn't have a feel. And I can't get the rental car till nine. I still haven't decided. Part of, like I said, part of me is trying to decide if I want to bag this trip so I can save a little money because I got to go to the bowl game wherever they go. Uh-huh. And the fact I can't, I can't even start to rent the car till it's not available till nine. Then I, I probably won't get on the road till about nine thirty. I'm going to be cutting it really close. I mean, it's about a five. It's about a four and a half. And maybe one of those things, if I do decide to go, I'll have to literally drive right to the stadium and mm-hmm. park and maybe get there right at the beginning. But I don't know. I, I, we'll see. I mean, I've rented the car. We've been to all the road. Well, we didn't have anyone at the Rutgers game. Well, we did, but we, we remember that story. Yeah, yes, we do. But like I said, the, they're going to go to a better bowl game than I had figured. I, I, and it, the better bowl game means probably more expensive. Well, and also, I mean, th- three four weeks ago, we didn't think I was going to go to a No, bowl. I know. And I was thinking budget-wise, oh, wow, I'm going to catch a break. You know, of course, you'd rather spend money and go and cover the stuff. But I was thinking, wow, that will really – bowl games are expensive. Yeah. Remember my are. ticket last year? 2800 bucks. God, that's crazy. I mean, I, it was just insane. What'd you find, Captain? I am uh, – look, I found a uh, thing to calculate. A wind chill calcula- calculator. Oh, if it's 14 with 15 yeah. and 25 – I mean, it's gonna feel like in the that's below zero. zero. Yeah, around on zero, I would think. And it's been pretty warm for most of these games this year. I mean, it I has. Remember, two weeks ago it was humid here. It was like seventy-five degrees and humid. Just a that week last ago. week was cold, though. Well, it went, uh, there was not one compared day to what they're going to play. There this was week, one day but. where it shifted from seventy-three on Tuesday, and then by Thursday it was down to like thirty-five, forty. Yeah, it dropped like forty degrees in forty-eight hours. And we're not going to ever come back until the spring. Zero. Yeah. Uh, going down to uh, minus four. That's going to be a factor. Yeah. But there's no chance of precipitation at no. this point, right? No, not at this so point. So that's a plus. That yeah. is a plus. Yeah. Yeah, because then you got the pinstripe bowl. And yeah. remember, the pinstripe Field bowl was froze. It was right around 28, 29 degrees. This is going to be colder than that. Yeah, yeah, that frozen field and what have you. Minnesota's field is pretty good. It'll, um, no, yeah, the, sur- the turf should be fine. It's just going to be cold and windy. And that's why you better be able to run the football. Yep. Okay, anything else? No, just um, just Adam Haluska will be calling okay. in on Friday to go over the Seton Hall game and kind of give us an update on Iowa hoops and what have you, and look forward to that, and everybody have a good day. Go Hawks, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. <laughs>